the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. today and then i looked up and i saw luca and if it's luca day it's wednesday which puts a smile on my face from the moment i wake up till all day long knowing i'm going to get to spend the late afternoon evening with my son i hope you all are as lucky as i am to have wonderful people in your life that you look forward to spending time with and we are live and local in midtown manhattan on what was a pretty nice day out uh, and, you know, as positive as I said I, I would try to be, I also said that I was going to be honest and transparent and I want to practice what I preach and not let a story just, you know, disappear from uh, uh, the airwaves, so to speak. And, you know, that little 11-year-old girl who was killed yesterday, that I'm sorry, on Monday, there was a memorial for her and her father was un- totally understandably just just beside himself screaming and yelling, you know, they had a memorial right outside the, the nail salon where she was killed, where she was shot in her belly. Quote, my God failed me. God failed me. I hate him for that. Whew. I mean, that's that's heavy stuff. Please, God, don't forget her. Please. She's my baby, he pleaded. She wasn't growing up yet. She didn't have time to grow up. We're never going to see her again. And then, you know, he was saying, who's next? Who's next? Before we do anything, before we say anything, who's next? He was shouting through tears. My daughter would have said, if she knew who did it, she would have talked. She would have found out who did it. She would have said something. That's the person she is. My baby is dead. My baby's dead. That's what I got to say. So Pini Tay said about his daughter, Kiara Tay. Oh, boy. You know, when I started this show, I said, we're going to try to be upbeat. We're going to try to be happy, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, that's what I try to do. But we have to be realistic about what's going on. I mean, another story that I don't know if we could have prevented this, Jersey Shore Shore sand collapse kills teen and traps the sister. I mean, they're, they're sitting on the beach and, I don't know, all of a sudden, like, the sand caved in and the poor kid was trapped. An 18-year-old from Maine, and he was killed. I, I'm assuming he, he basically was suffoc- he suffocated. I mean, that, that's a horror show, but that's a tragedy that's like a freak of nature. But an 11-year-old year girl in 
5 o'clock in the afternoon in the streets of New York City, we just can't accept that. That's the bottom line. And, I mean, that's the message. And that's the message that Eric Adams campaigned on, uh, you know, through last a year ago right now. I mean, that's all he was screaming from the, the top of the roofs here in the city. You know, we, we are... I remember you used to say, you know, we became in the 80s a society who normalized walking around with your car radio in your hand because you took it out when you when you left your car because it was going to get stolen. Uh, and, and, you know, that was a normal thing. Walking around with, you know, your wallet in your shoe when you went on the subways was normal because you were going to get robbed on the subways. And he said, we can't tolerate that. We can't accept that to be normal. Uh, we can't accept that to be just like, oh, yeah, that's that's it's just what we do. We can't accept that an 11-year-old girl can't walk around in her neighborhood, no matter what neighborhood that is, an 11-year-old innocent, innocent, innocent girl uh, who died a miserable death. So we got to just keep fighting the fight. Um, you know, I know they're trying to fight the fight in, in Albany with um, new gun laws. Uh, I know Attorney General Letitia James is involved with the the shooter up there and doing an investigation to see how he leveraged social media to spread the so-called replacement theory, which claims a cabal of Democrats is conspiring to replace white Americans with non-white immigrants. You know, just some whacked out stuff. But, um, you know, it all starts. There's only so much politicians can do. There's only so much law enforcement can do. We as citizens are the ones who have to make change. We as the citizens have to be the ones to say we're not going to tolerate this. And we, you know, we need to take charge in one, one way or another, whether it's flooding our politicians' emails or phone calls or whatever you do. You know, they want to protest uh, the United States Supreme Court and about this potential uh, abortion decision. God bless. That's their right to do so. Uh, but this show is is much more local and it's much much more about because it, nothing's changing in New York, folks. Just so, just so we're clear, uh, if if Roe v. Wade gets overturned tomorrow morning, zero is being changed in the state of New York. The state of New York has the most uh, I don't know what the word is. I, I hate to use the term liberal laws regarding abortion, but I, I believe you could have a late term abortion in the state of New York which means like right up until the baby, the child is born. I don't know how many places on the planet earth have those types of laws. So, you know, you could go protest in Washington square park. You could go protest in central park uh, or union square about a Supreme court decision that really for the people here in New York is going to, nothing is changing. Zero zilch. Nothing is changing. An 11-year-old getting shot on her block or in her street, that's what you should be protesting. George Floyd, a criminal, a convicted felon, a guy who put a gun to the belly of a, of a, of a pregnant woman and robbed her and it was in the middle of a criminal act when he was murdered, and that's what the jury said, he was murdered. Yeah, that's horrible. You want to burn down police stations over that? No, 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 no. Go into the neighborhoods, work with uh, institutions like the Police Athletic League and the clergy and community, quote unquote, community organizers and figure out a way to keep 11-year-old Kiara Tay safe 
outside of a nail salon at 5 o'clock on a bright uh, spring afternoon. That's, that's what we should be protesting. That's what we should be up in arms again. But everyone gets caught up in, oh, let's, so what's the knee-jerk uh, uh, issue of the moment? Oh, it's the George Floyd thing. Okay, let's go break into Tiffany's and steal some jewelry. Let's go break into the NBA store and steal some, some sneakers because we're going to show that we're pissed off about something that happened 17 states away. Let's go down and let's go protest in front of City Hall about an abortion ruling, which City Hall's got nothing to do with with uh, the United States Supreme Court. I mean, zero zilch. And that ruling's got nothing to do with New York. You know what Supreme Court ruling that may be coming down that has something to do with New York? The gun laws. The gun law that was argued is, is it? Uh, uh, can you ban uh, 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 all citizens having the right to carry a, a gun? That's a that's a Supreme Court decision that will affect New Yorkers, and we're going to have to dig into that because uh, Governor Hochul is doing all kinds of now uh, gun reform laws in Albany. The legislature in Albany is trying to work on gun reforms, and obviously the five district attorneys have to focus on gun con- possession and what we're doing regarding people who get caught with illegal guns. I know I'm a broken record, but when this city was the safest... It was when Bloomberg got a guarantee from the five DAs that if you got caught with an illegal gun, you went to jail for two years. Period. Amen. And then you know what? It worked. Now, you might want to say, well, Arthur, the economy was booming then. And we didn't just come out of two years of COVID. So, you know, it worked because the environment around it uh, was different than the environment today. But we need to crack down. We have um, Dr. Nicole Sapphire coming up. And I want to ask her a question that Diana Fabi, one of my partners, you know, she came into me today and we were talking about the whole COVID thing. I'm tying in COVID to crime. And I said, you know, I haven't even gotten my booster yet. And she was like, well, I don't know. Are you going to get it? Are you, this is how Diana talks. Are you going to get it? Do you really think you need it? Because I, I mean, I don't know. There's only so much the human body can take with all of these boosters. How many times do you think you could just bang your body with these like these doses, these large doses of these vaccines and think that it's going to work? Because I have a friend or a sister or someone and she's a doctor and she said there's only so much that you could take. And da, 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 da. So I don't know. Diana's a lawyer. Maybe she's right. We're going to talk to Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Maybe she's right. I'd speak to my brother-in-law and sister-in-law. I think I'm who are doctors. I think I said I had a blood test recently and my uh, luckily, my antibodies are very powerful, so they said you don't need the booster right now. Of course, Diana said, if I do get the booster, make sure I'm not going to do anything fun the next day because I believe she said her daughter, who had no bad reaction to the initial vaccine, had a terrible reaction to the booster. And I have heard that. My sister said she was down and out for a day. Uh, Joni, our favorite Joni, she was out for a day. So, I mean, I love Diana Fabi. I listen to her and her words of wisdom all the time. But maybe we should listen to doc. She is a doctor. She's a Juris doctor. But maybe we should listen to the medical doctor who's coming up next. Stay tuned for Dr. Sapphire. We'll talk about the COVID. So that was a little like tying COVID into crime because, you know, we, we, I don't know what's going on in Rikers Island and we're going to talk about that. But yeah, there's, there's a lot going on in the world. Uh, there's one thing that's certain in the world where there's one day that we're not going to be here. Uh, although my friend Paul Carlucci sometimes says that, you know, he's not going to be cremated just in case they cure death uh, and they could bring him back somehow or another. But we don't have a cure for death 
right now. Um, so you are going to die. Sorry, folks. Breaking news here at AM 970, The Answer. Yes, you are going to die. And you should be prepared so that your family doesn't have to struggle when that day comes. And before dying, you may be really sick. And those health care costs can be absolutely debilitating. They could wipe out your life savings. And you had all this money that maybe you thought you were going to leave a charity or people that you love, and it just disappears on health care costs. Connors and Sullivan will make sure you are best positioned if the worst case scenario happens and you get super duper sick and you need to go into a nursing home or you need to have an extended hospital stay, it could really wipe you out. So don't panic. Just call Connors and Sullivan, the attorneys at law. They've been doing this for over 40 years. They've helped hundreds of people just like you going through the same thing. They'll tell you exactly what you're eligible for and they'll also help you devise a plan to make sure this doesn't happen to you. So 718 238 718-238-6500. Their offices are in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. It's never too late. The time to act is now. Call Connors and Sullivan, 718-238-6500. Trust me, folks, you'll be glad that you did. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. Chances are your home financing questions won't end when this show does. So the next time you have a question about home loans, ask the lending experts at Citizens Bank. They can help you every step of the way during the home buying process, starting with getting a pre-approval before you start shopping for a new home. Call 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27.
you could just stay tuned to AM 970 The Answer because I believe she was on Joe Piscopo's show yesterday morning or maybe this morning. You get the mornings confused. She's a regular on Kevin McCullough's show. And now she is on the Idola Power Hour. Ladies and gentlemen, the great one, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Hello, doctor. How are you? I love it. The Power Hour. I'm so glad to be a part of it. Well, you know, it's funny when 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 I started out and people were like, what's a power hour? And you're playing Start Me Up by the Rolling Stones and it's six o'clock in the evening. <laughs> you know, it sounds more like a morning show than an evening show. And you know what I said, Nicole, was that the lives we now lead, like at six o'clock, it kind of maybe the end of the workday, but then there's like a whole other part of the day that you still got to kind of get through and power through, whether it's the drive home or the cooking for the family or throwing a load of laundry in or studying for. Whether it's the big exam you have the next day or the big court case that I have the next day. So, yes, it is a power hour. Um, I hope you like it, Nicole. I mean, you know, your opinion counts. Use it. (laughs) Well, I love it. Glad to be a part of it. Thank you so much. So, you know, let me just cut to the chase. What's going on with the COVID? What's the update? I, I will just tell you, in my little world... Uh, the criminal court judges had a conference a week ago, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and I believe there were there were less than sixty. It was the fifty people there, fifty judges. Twenty of them got the COVID. So the whole criminal courthouses in the five boroughs are all jerked up because uh, there's just not enough people, judges, to be on the bench. So like one judge is covering like three courtrooms. Um, I haven't heard if anyone is very very sick. I do know that there's some people who are not really happy uh, the way they're feeling, but you know, there's a big difference between not feeling well and being on a respirator in a hospital. So, Dr. Nicole Sapphire, what say you? Yeah, well, certainly uh, it's not restricted to the um, judicial system. I can tell you that um, places all across the state, all across the country, are dealing with uh, worker shortages because of COVID cases, hospitals included. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we still have the mandatory isolation period and even quarantine period for people who have been exposed to someone with COVID. So, you know, that really um, is difficult. But cases are on the rise. They're certainly high in New York, and they're kind of on the rise in many places throughout the country. Now, while when you have just by the sheer number of increased cases, you will see an increased number of hospitalizations. However, the good news is, you know, with these variants, Omicron, BA, BA2, you know, we aren't seeing a rise in the hospitalization rate. There may be people hospitalized, but it doesn't mean that more people are being hospitalized, signifying that there is, you know, a more virulent or severe strain. That, that's not happening, um, which is great news. And then add that uh, part of that is because we have such a high level of immunity with the vaccines, the boosters, natural immunity. I mean, a lot of people, probably over 90 percent, have had COVID at some point. Many people are on their second round right now. So we have a, a wide range of population immunity. And we also have treatments in the accessibility to testing. Nicole, do we have any, Dr. Nicole Sapphire, do we have any um, stats on uh, getting it the second time? Uh, you know, how likely that is or unlikely that is, or there's just too many variables involved to really nail that down? Well- Well, at this point, you know, natural immunity and even vaccine-induced immunity. Natural immunity is probably still a little bit more protective of reinfection. um, But really, if you've been infected before, if you've been vaccinated or even boosted, you can still get COVID. I mean, the the truth is you just can. The good news is your risk of severe illness is very, very low, but you can certainly still get it. 
Um, and so, and it may, if you were to get it right now, maybe you had it a year ago during some of the earlier strains, you may find that your symptoms are completely different. You know, about a year ago, a lot of people were describing more flu-like symptoms with the earlier variant. Now it's kind of turning into a COVID cold. So I think we can all handle a cold. We just need to continue to make recommendations for the, the highest risk, those who are over the age of 65, those with severe medical comorbidity. Um, but I think the rest of us can handle a cold. So since I know that there are some people listening who had the COVID and maybe it, they are cold-like symptoms, Dr. Nicole Sapphire, to the degree that you can, what would you tell them to do to get some relief from their cold-like symptoms? Well, first of all, anyone should only be taking medical advice from their own doctors, you know, but a lot of people I think are walking around right now with the sniffles, just thinking it's their normal allergies. And it's like, well, you know, it may not be your allergies because um, modern day COVID is uh, emulating allergies in a lot of people. And so, you know, you want to do, usually most people just need the routine over-the-counter stuff if they want some symptom relief. Um, for anybody who is at a higher risk for severe illness, you should absolutely call your doctor because there are some treatments out there that can reduce severe symptoms, but they only really work if you take them early on. So don't wait until it's bad. Certainly reach out to your doctor before then. But I think the majority of people don't actually require medications. Okay. Um, just to go off on a little bit of a tangent, Chicken soup, like homemade chicken soup, is that like a myth or or is it something that is just soothing or is it something that has some type of medicinal effect? Well, I guess it kind of depends on what you're putting in your chicken soup. First of all, you know, warm broth um, has a soothing effect. It certainly can help calm uh, the stomach. It can actually help clear nasal passages with certain herbs and stuff in it. You know, I personally like adding turmeric and ginger to my broth. Those have major anti-inflammatory effects. Um, you know, a lot of people like to have tea and tea with honey and lemon and kind of all sorts of things. And at the end of the day... What about the tea with honey, honey? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but the tea with the honey and the lemon, like a little shot of whiskey. How do we feel about that? You know, I've never tried that, but isn't that like called a hottie toddy or something <laughs> yeah. along those lines? Isn't that a thing? <laughs> yeah. and, and all kidding aside, it, it sometimes it really does. It really does open because the hot, hot whiskey, like it really just opens up your nasal passages and kind of whatever. We can talk about that another day, Nicole. Maybe when we're here together yeah, in my maybe office. Off, and, maybe off air. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all good. It, it's all good. But. Um, if I if I can, I don't know if you were on the air yet with us on hold when I was talking about. I have one of my law partners here, um, Diana. She's a mother of four, and she's someone who I have an enormous amount of respect for. Um, but you know, she's just questioning how many of these boosters, uh, vaccine boosters, can we take, and how much can the human body absorb, and, uh, and then the two, uh, where they're still effective. Yeah, you know, great question. Right now, the FDA has certainly, they're questioning and they're evening um, allowing a third booster dose for those that are the highest risk. Third booster, meaning fifth dose of the mRNA right. vaccine. So you had your primary series and then your booster, blah, blah, blah. Now, so what does that do? First of all, for people who are extremely high risk, those who are immunocompromised because of cancer treatment or some other immunosuppressive treatment, 
you know, they don't have an immune system. So by kind of giving them um, you know, a little boost every, you know, con, you know, quite frequently, you know, maybe that's going to be beneficial for them. It certainly does boost their antibody response. And if they are unable to make antibodies, then, you know, it's possible that there's going to be a benefit for them. Do we really have the data to show that? No, not really. Um, you know, one thing that comes to mind is something called immune tolerance and immune tolerance is if we if essentially a healthy person who has an immune system continues to have repeated boosters you know what does that do to our own immune system does our own own immune system say all right well i'm just going to take a break now i'm just going to sit back we just keep getting this booster we'll just let that happen you know will that actually suppress our own immune system that's something that has been studied with some other vaccines and boosters. Obviously, we don't have the data when it comes to the COVID vaccines right now because everything is you know, happening you know, by the day. So we don't have the data on that yet. But I certainly do feel that we need to be extremely cautious in the repeated boosters. And I think boosters in general should be reserved for only the high risk. Okay, final question. And all kidding aside, you can invoke your Fifth Amendment privileges if you'd like on this question and just so and and bypass it. But, you know, we criticize the government basically in all steps along the way. Right. We're not handling Ukraine the right way. We're not handling the the economy the right way. uh, Oil prices the right way. uh, So on and so forth. How much are we supposed to, as a, as citizens, how much faith are we supposed to put in the FDA and the FDA's recommendations to us? Well, I can be honest. I have a major disappointment in all of our public health entities at this point. I do think that there has just been a, a, a pervasive um, discord within public health uh, influenced by politics. I think, you know, cancel culture has allowed itself to get in there. We aren't allowed to say certain things unless it follows this groupthink mentality, um, often which actually is turning out to be incorrect. But if you were to speak out about it or even question it, you know, you're deemed a charlatan, conspiracy theorist, to the point where they're even going after your medical licenses. I mean, it's really quite alarming what is happening. Um, I don't know what to say other than you continue. We're still seeing the FDA. The FDA did not even convene their external expert group when it came to the booster shots in the 5 to 11-year-olds. Uh, that was disappointing. Um, and But they haven't really been convening them with the boosters because of such controversy that happened last fall when you had two high-up officials who decided to leave because – they were frustrated with the political pressure of it all. Um, you know, so it's very upsetting. I think that at this point that the FDA and even the CDC have been compromised. Do I think that there are very smart and qualified individuals working there? Absolutely. I don't think that they should be subject to as much political influence as they have. Um, unfortunately, you know, the president is the one who who appoints the CDC director and the head of the FDA. So when you have administrations appointing these leaders, immediately there's already going to be partisanship there. Perhaps they need to be a completely separate entity, and that's what I'm going to call for. All right. There you go. You heard it. You're live and local on the Idola Power Hour from Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Dr. Nicole, thank you so much. I know you're on, on our airways all the time. I know you're on Fox all the time. Most importantly, I know you're a doctor uh, full-time and you're saving lives. And from the bottom of our hearts, especially over the last two and a half years now, thank you very much for what you do for all of us here in, in, in our community. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on the Power Hour. <laughs> there you go. Be well, folks, that was Dr. Nicole Sapphire filling us in on what's going on with the COVID.
Um, we're going to take a break and we're going to jump into what happened in Buffalo. We're going to have uh, Dr. Bart Rossi. He's a clinical and a political, I didn't even know this existed, psychologist. So we're going to talk about the Buffalo shooting. We're going to talk about New York shooting. We're going to talk about basically the psychology of gun control with Dr. Bart Rossi right on the other side of this break. So please don't go anywhere. Stay with us on the Arthur Idala Power Hour. We'll be right back. It's a new day, it's a new life for me, and I'm feeling good. Hi, Kevin McCullough. She has just returned from her second trip to the war zone in Ukraine. Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, my very special guest tonight on Wellness Night on Radio Night Live, only on AM 970, The Answer. Don't forget to tune in this Sunday night for the fastest-growing political talk show in New Jersey, Real Talk with Ronnie. Join Dr. Ronald Joseph Lynn every Sunday night at 8 as he talks to the biggest names in politics, news, culture, and society. Listen to the day's biggest newsmakers, headliners, trendsetters, and trend breakers. There's a new show in town. It's Real Talk with Ronnie, Sunday nights at 8. Real Talk, real news in real time on AM 970, The Answer. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You're not required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. Register now to take a journey that will impact you forever with Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza for 10 life-changing days exploring over 40 historic sites in Israel this November 30th through December 9th. Sign up now at StandWithIsraelTour.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Now in stock in all trim levels and all with a flexible of third row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. You know, in the beginning of the show, I was talking about how, you know, we we as citizens have to step up and do things to make our communities better. Uh, and better is a big word, right? I told you my grandfather said, good, better, best, never let it rest until the good gets better and the better gets best. And, you know, whether it's obviously fighting crime, 
whether it's educating our youth, whether it's cleaning graffiti, uh, whether it's volunteering in a senior center, you know, we all need to step up. And an organization that's been around for decades, literally decades, in the Brooklyn neck of the woods uh, is a, an organization called the Neighborhood Improvement Association. And uh, they they started off as a little band of brothers and sisters back in the 80s, maybe even the late 70s. Uh, and they have grown and grown and grown. And I don't know all the statistics, but I do know this. They take such good care of the neighborhood. They are, and when I say the neighborhood, the neighborhood goes from uh, Sunset Park through Bay Ridge, Dyke Heights, Bensonhurst, Gravesend. Brooklyn! Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, and this Saturday morning... Uh, at 8 o'clock in the morning, they're having a 5K run. It starts at the beautiful 69th Street Pier uh, in Bay Ridge. It's also known as the American, American Veterans Memorial Pier. And it's a run to, uh, I'm assuming, raise money for uh, the New York City children, families, and communities. Yes, it's an L. Oh, it's 41 years of service. There we go. I said decades. So 41 years ago, is that the, it's the 80s? Okay. Um, almost the late 70s. And uh, Mikey Beauvais and Mario Costantino and some other great New Yorkers, of course, um, Mary Ancino, they have been working so hard and they really help kids. And let's face it, it's all about helping the youth because they're the, the seeds that grow into the plants, that grow into the trees that make our community of what it is. So anyone who's in anywhere close to that neck of the woods Saturday morning, just show up. I know you're supposed to register and all that, but they're a very open-minded, uh, welcoming organization, uh, the Neighborhood Improvement Association. Go to the 69th Street Pier at 8 o'clock in the morning. Take a nice stroll. You don't have to read. It's run and walk. So, you know, I'll, buy, I'll be doing something in the middle. I'll be fast walking. And uh, some more support your community and stand up for your community and don't tolerate, don't tolerate dirty streets, don't tolerate graffiti, don't tolerate crime, don't tolerate kids going to school and not getting the education that they need. Stand up and speak out and do things like this. Uh, it's a 5K. You get there at 8 o'clock. You're done at 9.30. You can then go run all your errands. Go to the shoemaker. Go to the, the dry cleaner. Go to uh, Brooklyn Market and go get that great bread, the the semolina seeded twist. Go up to 13th Avenue. Go to Tasty Bakery, which is unbelievable with the food you got there. You'll, you'll burn off the 5K uh, on your belly and you can just put it right back on. Um, but do something. Don't just sit home and complain. Don't just... I don't know if I'm allowed to say the B word there at Sambo, and I don't want you to hit that dump button. Let's just say, can you say the B word? You can say it, actually. You can say B and moan, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, you can say it. It's fine. All right, don't don't just sit home and bitch and moan. Oh, my mother's going to be like, you should have said that, Arthur. Um, but maybe if I got in trouble with my mother, I could get a psychologist to get us out of it. So don't forget, this Saturday morning, 8 o'clock, go to 69th Street and Shore Road. It'll be got, it's supposed to be a gorgeous day. And join the uh, Neighborhood Improvement Association in their 5K walk. That is a public service announcement. Uh, uh, announcement. Oh, Mikey's just telling me. They have 50 locations where they help students in Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. Thank you, Uncle Mikey. Um, Dr. Bart Rossi, another guy whose name ends in a vowel. God bless you, Dr. Bart. Is it Bart or Bartholomew? Uh, it's Bart, and it's great to be with you. Oh, thank you so much, Doctor. So um, your title is Clinical and Political. That's, that's what I was doing my research. That's what it came out, psychologist. Is there such a thing as a political psychologist? Sure. Uh, as a political psychologist, what I do is I, I take a look at the personality traits, characteristics of people, you know, what, why they say the things they do, why they uh, have certain behaviors. 
Uh, I won an Emmy uh, for talking about uh, Bernie Madoff and why he did what he did. That wasn't really so political, but I, I uh, on the show, I wrote the script for Bridgegate and um, was Christie believable? Why, for most people, he wasn't. Uh, what kind of behaviors did he exhibit uh, that made him become a question mark for a lot of voters in New Jersey? So the psychology of every issue, it could be anything. It could be guns in America. It could be mental health in America. It could be um, any of the current events that you, you can think of. So, you know, Doctor, I, I'm, I even though I run a law firm that does personal injury law and real estate law and surrogate law, um, I personally do a lot of criminal law. And mm-hmm. I often say, based on my real life experience talking to some clients, that the way you can fall out of a tree and break your arm or be in a car accident and break your leg, that there are situations where your brain breaks for whatever reason uh, and then and you just don't think clearly or rationally or logically or whatever the pro- appropriate medical term is. You, you agree with me or disagree with me? Well, oh, I, I do think that sometimes people um, reach a certain point where, where they uh, become fractured, their personality issues uh, come out. Uh, they, they lose control of themselves for one reason or another. Uh, but in a lot of cases, it's not like someone, especially if you, we're talking about current events and shooters and really bad behavior, it's not like someone's brain really goes off. It's it's an uh, accumulation of, of issues that uh, result in certain behavior. Uh, so, so I don't see it as somebody's brain just freezing and going off, although we all have times when <laughs> it appears that way. <laughs> Right. I mean, look, I, I represented a guy who, Dr. Rossi, I mean, he he, he was absolutely confident that the uh, FBI was listening in his house, that the NYPD had inserted little tubes in his house and were trying to gas him. And the only reason why they didn't get him was because he always left the air conditioning on. And he spoke the way you and I are talking and having a conversation. But in his heart of heart, you know, he believed that uh, the FBI and the NYPD, and he was a former New York City police officer, were out to get him. And he believed that his landlord was in cahoots. And one day he saw the landlord and he said, how you doing? And the landlord said, I'm fine. And he took out his gun and he shot him in the head because he thought this guy was out to get him. Uh, and he was found not uh, not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect. Um, mm-hmm. If you met the guy, he's the nicest guy in the world. One of the sweetest clients I ever had. But he so- totally, 100%, believed in this conspiracy theory to bring him down. And that's one of the things that comes to mind when I talk about like someone's brain just breaking. Like he just was not. He just, yeah, but he, I, he, what you're saying, though, Arthur, I understand what you're saying, but I, I see it, uh, even though it's a, you're just making a, a, a nice uh, quick synopsis here. I see it as a long, more longstanding situation where a lot of things were going on uh, with this particular individual and the, the personality traits and characteristics over time cause a certain result. It's not like he just went off. Um, there were there were things going on for a longer period uh, of time absolutely. rather than shorter. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There, was, there was a climax. Well, let, look, let's be more specific to current events. Obviously, you know what happened in Buffalo. Uh, the, the, the family of the shooter here is saying, well... You know, he was always on the fringe, but then with the COVID and he got crazed in the head about not getting COVID. He was showing up to school wearing respirators and hazmat suits, and it really just drove him 
over the edge. He started believing everything he read on the internet. So I will be quiet, Dr. Bart Barossi, who is a clinical psychologist, and give me an assessment of the Buffalo shooting situation. Well, you know, I've done a lot of these segments on, on the shooters, and what we know now for sure is that there's a profile. Almost all of the shooters, almost all, have the same profile. They're very, very similar. They're, they're younger. They're younger males. They feel like they're on the outside looking in. They're, they're disenfranchised, if you will, from, from the rest of the world. Uh, they're, they're aloof. Uh, they're they're uh, what psychologists call they're filled with uh, retained anger. And that anger over time uh, generates itself into a rage. And then uh, with the rage and the bias and the hate that, that they've been developing they end up to be a shooter and a killer. And oftentimes, as you know, uh, they, they end up uh, um, in a suicide situation or they even want to be shot by the cops uh, or, or, or uh, law enforcement authorities. So we know the profile. Uh, it's out there. And this, this particular 18-year-old, uh, I believe, is, is right in the same profile. He doesn't feel that he's really part of society and he's angry and he's angry about a lot of things. And I think you're right. He probably uh, looked at a lot of hateful stuff and started believing it. And that, of course, made it even worse. But we, we know the profile. We know we know what uh, these people are about, young people. The question is, what do we do? What do we do in society now, uh, given that this is happening all the time? Well, that was that was the very next question I was going to ask you. Right. Um, you know what 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 can we do? What should we do? Well, here's my take on it, and and it is a big question. There are two things. First of all, we don't need to just prioritize mental health. We need a dynamic change in this country when it comes to mental health. We need we need to start delivering uh, classes and some training in middle school, high schools, we need to have kids become aware of their own psychological issues and problems and be able to deal with it. I mean, psychologists have all kinds of tools today, cognitive behavioral assistance to help people rethink and and deal directly with their depression or agitation or suicidal ideation. There's a lot of things that can be done, but we don't really put mental health first. We talk about it, but nothing happens. What I mean by a dynamic change, again, is in the schools. I mean, by the way, we're, we're teaching kids math and reading. But these kids are thinking suicide and depression. I mean, what's more important? Shouldn't we focus on mental health issues while they're younger? It really doesn't make a lot of sense to me in terms of the way we're, we're, no, we're looking I, I, at mental health. Doc, i got to be honest with you. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And and. I, and I, I think it should start with youngsters and it should keep on going. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, one of the bar associations, the lawyer associations, uh, that's probably the most like hoity-toity one. It's the most expensive one. It's the federal bar. It's the most high-end. This morning, and I wish I could have done it, but it, it had a program basically. Uh, it was a, uh interactive program on uh, mental health, mental hygiene, in the practice of law. And I believe just reading the, the, the synopsis had, had to do with like taking 10 minutes in the day to meditate, 
to just close your door and you know go on mm-hmm. one of these apps and just meditate and and you know the the the, the massive depression uh, in the law and mm-hmm. practicing law because of all the stresses and all the pressures. My only point is, I. I you, you're 100% correct in this crazy world we live in with 24-hour news reporting and your phone in your hand and an internet up your nose and Instagram coming out of your ears. Uh, it's just we don't disconnect anymore. And I think children need to be taught that all the way up till senior citizens and, and, and everything in, in between. Whether that happens or not, again, I was pleasantly surprised to see that the Bar Association is putting that out there for lawyers. Um, but, you know, Dr. Bart Rossi, I, I hope people heed your advice and start focusing on it more because it's a real thing. It's not, uh, you know, mental illness and, and depression or real uh, real functions of what, or, 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 symptoms of what's going on in our society today. I'll give you yeah, the last and, word. And what, what, yeah, and what, what I'm saying about it, though, is that not only the training in the schools and, and, and a more dynamic approach, though, but once we can start with that, then we can start looking at legislation and a political input in, in terms of how do we identify those shooters, as I just described, their personality traits. How do we identify people that are really in trouble and are likely to act out? It's not that difficult. We're not going to be perfect, but we can certainly make a lot of gains if we prioritize mental health, take a look at being aware of those people who are dangerous and But once you, but Dr. Bart Rossi, once you see them, what do you do? Okay, I've identified this kid. He's He wrote this bad thing. Uh, his parents mm-hmm. say he's, a, I mean, you just go in and throw cuffs on him and, and throw him, I mean, you know, he's got to, that, that's the struggle, and we don't have much time left, but well, well, from well, a, from well, a, no, a, no, but that is, that, that is the point. You, you know, you've got, you've got amendment rights. You know, we have our own freedom, but, but. We can we can pass legislation where people can be monitored. You know, maybe we don't have to lock them up, but we should have a, a close watch. What kind of watch? Well, we can describe that. We can pass legislation. People need to be monitored at least to see that they don't do these things. There can be a lot of in betweens before we get to the uh, handcuffs. Okay, I got it, Doctor Bart Rossi. I really appreciate it. This was a very insightful. Uh, especially for me. So I hope you won't be a stranger to the Author Idola Power Hour. Thank you for your wisdom. I really appreciate it. I enjoyed it. Thank you. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to uh, confirm that de Blasio is running for Congress. We're going to talk about a new Sicilian restaurant, and Luca is going to tell us what it was like being inducted into the National Honor Society. Be right back. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. 
Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know that the battle for the heart and mind of this country is underway. In New Jersey Congressional District 5, there is a very important race, and it is being waged by two very serious campaigns. Frank Pilato, who was the nominee last go-around, and challenger Nick De Gregorio, who would like to take that mantle this time and win the seat. What will happen? Join us May 23rd from 3 to 8 p.m. at Giovanni's Bicycle Club in Englewood Cliffs, to watch a live debate, weigh in with a straw poll, and help decide who will represent you in Washington in the days to come. Of course, the winner will end up battling Josh Gottheimer for that seat, and we will bring you gavel-to-gavel coverage. 3 to 4 o'clock, we've got a live interview with each of the candidates, and then from 7 to 8 that evening, we'll be on air with a debate moderated by yours truly and representatives of both campaigns. Join us from 3 to 8, Giovanni's Bicycle Club, Inglewood Cliffs, New Jersey, And from 4 to 6, don't forget the meet and greets with the candidates and yours truly. We'll see you then. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. United We Pledge has partnered with Balance of Nature to help ensure traditional American freedoms exist for us and for future generations. United We Pledge is raising money to build an American Village West campus that will house replicas of key historic buildings and realistic portrayals of the men and women who helped shape this nation. This village will provide educational experiences for youth and families. To raise funds and bring awareness to this project, world record-holding endurance athlete Tom Jones is running 76 consecutive marathons from the original American Village in Alabama to the future home of the American Village West in Washington County, Utah. He will be powered by Balance of Nature Fruits and Veggies. Balance of Nature is proud to provide fruits and veggies in a Patriot Pack for a limited time to support this effort. A portion of the proceeds from each Patriot Pack will go directly to United We Pledge to help build this project. Use promo code VILLAGE to receive 35% off your first preferred order. Go to buypatriotpack.com to start your pledge to help preserve the freedoms we value. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Second birthday, the lead singer and keyboardist for Devo. He's performing tonight here in New York City at Pier 17 in Manhattan. Reggie Jackson, known as Mr. October, is 76. Wow, I remember those days back in the 70s with Julio watching those games. Tina Fey is 52. Perry Como would have been 112 today. He died in 2001 at 88. And Saint Pope John Paul II would have been 102 today. Uh, I'm sorry, Como would have been 112. The Pope would have been 102. He died in 2005 at the age of 84. 
Uh, I did get it from the horse's mouth. Pardon me for calling the former mayor a horse, but Bill de Blasio is very, very seriously considering the congressional race. He's just, I guess, going to raise a little bit of money and do a little bit of polling. He didn't tell me that, but he just said he's uh, seriously rolling up his sleeves and considering that run in this district that is all of lower Manhattan from 14th Street down and then a big hunk of Brooklyn. Jerry Nadler could run for that seat. Uh, but it looks like he's going to challenge his longtime ally, Carolyn Maloney, although I wouldn't be surprised if that doesn't flip. I'm sure there'll be other people jumping into that race. But needless to say, uh, whoever wins that primary will be the congressional uh, representative from that district. The jails report came out today uh, from Steve Martin, who was assigned to tell the, uh, the, the federal judge what needs to be done. It was Kind of optimistic. It was kind of throwing a bouquet at um, the um, Mayor Adams' new uh, commissioner, Molina, saying that they're working together, and uh, he had some very cool recommendations. Um, we'll dig a little deeper into that tomorrow. There's nothing that would shock the conscious. You know, we need more uh, correction officers. We need some people in leadership. Um, but we have a minute left, and I just want to give the microphone over to Luca Joseph Idala, who a week ago tomorrow morning... Uh, was uh, inducted. He was one of the two. It was four kids out of 200 were inducted into the National Honor Society. Uh, I was so proud to hear his name called up there. He went up there. They handed him a lit candle and he got his pin. Luke, I just want to ask you real quick. What what did that feel like for you? Um, so I was I was very happy when I was called up and I was um, I was so proud of myself. And I think that the hard work really paid off. All right. Were you happy that mom and dad were there to check you out? Yes, I was. Did any of your friends or teachers uh, compliment you? Um, no, not not too many, no. What about your principal, Miss Salakis? She did, yes. She was very, very proud of you because she's known you since, what, third grade? When did you start there? Fourth. Fourth grade, and now you're a sophomore. Yes. All right. You're going to start wearing that pin all the time? Yes. And you're going to maintain the average that you need to maintain to, make, to stay in the honor society? Yes, I'm going to maintain. Did you do your homework tonight, Luke Joseph? Yes. All right, you want to go get something to eat? Yes. And what do you want to watch while we're getting something to eat? Uh, the Yankee game. Thank God. For a kid who resides in Queens, he's a Yankee fan. All right, folks, I hope you enjoyed the show as much as I did. Tomorrow's Thursday. I'm sure Joni will have a lot more fun stuff lined up for us. And then uh, Friday, and we got the weekend, so... Stay cool, folks. See you tomorrow. The preceding program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.